And then we'll do a clap sync in three, two, one. Oh my God, that was the limpest clap I've ever done. Wow. Wow. It's it's like this embarrassing little. <laughs> You're just thinking about the chill vibes for Dave the Diver. I was gonna say it's it's chill it's a chill boy clap. Chill boy clap. That yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great that's way to put it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for spinning that in a positive light. Yeah, you just um, fit in the mood, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the candles are chill lit. claps to vibe to. Chill claps that's right. to vibe to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bought you know, a lantern been... to put candles into. Wow. Yo. It's shipping nice. to my house. Yo. Have you gotten 20 notifications yet? <laughs> um, I immediately turned them off. <laughs> mm-hmm. smart, bro. smart. I was like, this will get here when it gets here. I don't need notifications. Yeah. It's a fucking, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like the amount of things that I've wanted to be notified about and not been versus the amount of things that like I've not wanted to been notified and still mm-hmm. been is just it's not right Something's there's wrong. way too many things that notify you when you don't want them mccoy did like, you I see swear- that that meme that i sent you i guess it, it was just like a video of this guy like with ptsd from notifications no <laughs> <laughs> i just sent you a video of this guy like i don't know he's going through his life and there's just like these oh, corporate wait, yeah. noises constantly well, yeah because he's trying to have a holiday party right. or something right? yeah and then but he just keeps hearing slack and like teams and like all that shit mm-hmm. yeah like <laughs> popping off i mean that's just the modern it does day. happen though like i'll hear like think like like the phantom noises that you hear like oh my of god course. is that my phone the phantom vibration vibrate and, yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and like yeah because you can tell it even in video games too where like you know like i think soma did this a little bit but like games that are like fuck with you audio wise mm-hmm. and it's something that kind of sounds like something else but you know it isn't the thing like you know it isn't the thing you can hear it clear enough but you still kind of feel mm-hmm. the phantom phone one though i actually check a lot you know yeah <laughs> like i'll actually check and so like yeah i've like yeah. i've i've had my sound off on my phone for years because i'm a millennial um i get it but now i just like Every time, like, something touches my leg, I'm like, is that my phone vibrating? What's going on? Like, oh, no, it's just... Or, like, I shift slightly, you know? Is that my phone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. It's, uh... Yeah, I've actually gotten to the point where I will turn my phone on loud if I expect to receive a a message or a call Mm -hmm. that I care about. And, like, I'll even do, like, little rituals, like... I'll turn because I have like silence if I don't know the number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, great feature. Because I don't give a fuck. Leave a voicemail. If I don't have you in mm-hmm. my contacts and you think you're important, leave a fucking voicemail. That's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> and and even if you leave a voicemail, by the way, I'm not promising I'm getting back to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, but so like I'll like be like ooh like the dentist is calling me or something. You know what I mean? And I'll like not have their number. Um. Or for a while, actually, like, one of the therapists in California that would call me, like, she would randomize her number every time so people could never call her back. It was some insane, like, oh, like tactic star, she was doing. Oh, star 69 or something where you can do that? Well, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have no idea. I just used it for prank calls. 
But so then I was like, bro, it is so hard to get your calls because I keep trying to add you to my contacts so that you can go through. And so eventually I would just be like, she's going to call me. And I would like turn off this feature. And then I would sit there presently staring at the phone on loud. <laughs> it's pretty wild, honestly. Um, but yeah. To the point where it actually does ring. And then you have a mini panic attack because you weren't expecting it, even though you were staring at it. Well, or at it least that's what happens to me. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> ring chill. I mean, I guess you could, it could kind of. I don't know. I've at least got my alarms to be super chill, like no vibrations. And like I pick like meditative songs on iTunes that like start really slow and fluttery. So like I've got that. Okay, so that doesn't scare the shit out of me. But calls do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Calls do. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not really any ringtones that start off chill, (laughs) I guess. They're, They're all meant to startle. It's like, do we need it to startle us? First of all, I am just truly startled that anyone would call <laughs> at all. <laughs> like something's wrong, right? It's like, why the fuck are you calling me? You know, it's like, yeah. surely a text would suffice. Like, it's either like it's Keenan or I don't even know. Like, and, and even Keenan is <clears throat> that bitch will text nowadays. Like, he'll text first and be like, hey, do you want to talk? We finally broke his spirit. We did. Well, so I, like, I was waging a war on him for many years where I would just, I wouldn't just not answer. I would hang up and then, or, like, I sorry, I would silence, then hang up where you hang up again and it, like, shows the person. So the first time you press <laughs> end, right, or, like, lock or whatever, mm-hmm. then it just silences the ring. So they think to themselves, God, they just must not be at the phone. But this is obviously a lie. We are all at our phone. Um, and so then you do the second one, which sends them straight to voicemail early, which is just a sign. It's just a <laughs> just a Don't giant middle finger. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, how much can I do? Like, how much can I psychologically attack him for doing this? Um keep in mind his his premise is just what if i could brighten your day with my voice and i'm like great fucking idea and and like i'm watching a youtube video right now um so you know yeah. i'm watching a yeah. youtube video i don't even like but that's my god-given goddamn right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i have a, i have a right to have like three or four different youtube videos open on different fucking like tabs of my safari at the same time all just like shattered pieces of like maybe i'll get back to it but it kind of sucked like mm-hmm. i have a right to do that that's mm-hmm. yeah and then i can decide whether i want i want not i want to close them you know that's right I'm like oh, do i want this and one? you'll just look at them instead of talking to your friends exactly yeah, and then you hang up on your friends. You live yeah. such a different life for me. My YouTube tabs that I leave up are exclusively lo-fi chill hop mm-hmm. remixes. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, oh, this was a nice one. I'll get back to this later. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> Speaking of chill hop, we are listening to Deep, The Blue Hole, One Hour, Dave the Diver. And please like do not Google that, that without Dave that the Diver at the end. In fact, I think Google it on YouTube just to be safe, <clears throat> if I'm honest with you. I think it might be Star Wars porn. I'm not I'm not sure, but it might be. The Blue Hole. Could be Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I, will, no. I was going to say, it was, it's probably or Mass Effect. Effect. Right, Mass right, right, Effect right. or Mystique from X-Men. Yeah, yeah. There's right. a lot of different options, Jeez. but um, that's not what we're here for today. But this you know what one I think is, is odd? Yeah. <laughs> is that we've really fetishized Deep. But, like, shallow is nowhere to be found. Like, can no one find a way to really enjoy shallow? You know what I mean? I don't see it anywhere. 
All right, look, if you're an amateur porn writer out there, McCoy is sending you a request to please send him, or no, sorry, don't send him, create for him something that really helps people get into the idea of shallow. I'm just saying, like, don't you think it's underutilized? Like, deep is like, it's like it's at a this deep point, subject, it's like, McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, so we are chilling. And um, the reason why we're chilling is because basically we've just got back into normal life. I mean, you know, it's been a, been more than zero days, mm-hmm. but, you know, essentially getting back into normal life after a wonderful trip, I want to say, where people yeah. mm-hmm. came here, recorded Game of the Year. Hopefully people will hear some of that someday. I've been editing a little we bit today. We saw each other IRL. It was amazing. So It cringe. was. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. It was. It was great. And it so- does feel a little bit odd to be back on, what do you call it, Discord? Back on the, the microphones? Yeah. With a screen between us. Exactly. Yeah, at least a screen. You guys sound so small and um, in my headphones and not in Yeah, James's voice is so um, booming in real life. Dude, James <laughs> gets completely contained by Discord and it's fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> like, it's not, mm-hmm. like, it's not like that in person. In person, it's like, okay, so when I'm editing Game of the Year, right, I'm trying to mix it. And so mostly you keep it just as it is. And if someone's loud, someone's loud. I mean, you can, like, turn down the loudness, but... You know, I can't really, like, mix it that different than it was in live. But the thing is, like, what's hilarious to me is if I try to turn James down, you don't get less James. You just get, there's, like, an ever-present James in everyone else's microphone. And that's, like, the limit that you cannot go under. So if you don't like that, you're in trouble. And so you kind of need James to be present because, like, otherwise you're just getting the echoes of James. So, listen, we'll find a solution. I think I'm there. I think i got there this morning so you know all right yeah it's it's difficult you know when when everybody's microphone is picking up i guess me <laughs> <laughs> james we have unique and opposite wonderful problems you are loud in everybody else's microphone i am just a super stupidly loud into my own microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so you know but it's cool because one of the things we did and I'm sure you listen. There's so much Game of the Year to listen to. And as long as I didn't fuck the files up, you'll hear that. And there's stories there. Um, but one of the cool things we did is we played Dave the Diver together. And that was cool. As like a wind down thing. Mm-hmm. And it sort of prepped, it's prepped us for this, right? Prepared us for, for this podcast. Where we're sort of sitting here and like, damn, we've played a bit on our own. And we've definitely played a bunch together. And it definitely like started small and started to gain ground and momentum on the trip right it started to take more and more sections yeah, the chance of dave though became louder and louder mm-hmm. dave, though. um <laughs> yeah that's that's um we, we we'd like to shout dave the as like a sort of like a call and response you know if someone else wants to play you had a gauge interest i think people yeah. were on it by the end i think there was a lot of mm-hmm. dave those mm-hmm. and divers that's right <laughs> my god so fuck where do we start with this fucking game it's it's like this is a this is a game right here it's an enjoyable yeah. vibe like, um, this is a good ass game it's a good ass yeah game this right was here. like the game that before you guys all came to see us okay thank you sorry there's a really <laughs> awkward pause there um before you guys all came to state to see us i mccoy and i were home for the holidays um just the two of us this year and i was like we were like what are we gonna do this is so great we get to relax and hang out and for some reason dave the diver just it found me 
And I just was like, we're going to play Dave the Diver. This is going to be great. Yeah, you have this like very clearly in your head that you want to try this game. It clearly is up your alley. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's very up my alley. It's like a very, it seemed like a very good, like chill kind of like wind down end of the evening. Like, let's hang out and play Dave the Diver for a while. It has a game loop that like we've liked before. Kind of like if anyone has ever played Moonlighter, it has a similar like you go and quest for materials during the day and then you run the shop during the night moonlighters i think is flipped but either way um but also i just i had heard that dave the diver was really good i don't remember exactly where i'm gonna guess skill up because i don't that's probably where sure um but i think like it also like it got really good reviews on steam people just seemed to really like it and so we started like playing dave the lot, diver like a lot of uh, and, and and not only that like so actually like steam low-key is like the best fucking metric like i would say the best metric is our podcast okay but if you need to do something a little faster than that or if you're us and you can't listen to our fucking podcast before we've made it um then steam's ratings are so fucking yeah good. i find them pretty i think mm-hmm. usually if something is overwhelmingly positive on steam and it's something that is in your wheelhouse you're probably gonna like it yeah like if if, they, if it's overwhelmingly positive overwhelmingly positive both for recent and for all time mm-hmm. you're just sitting there looking at like well fucking people like this game yeah. like that is that is something and, and it was also, I think, paired a lot with Dredge because they like share. They were selling themes. it as a bundle. A DLC. Yeah. Mm, there's a deal. So they actually are connected. It's not just like marketing. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know there's a DLC for Dave the Diver that gives you like you can hunt creatures from Dredge and like huh. characters from Dredge go into your sushi, sushi shop. That's and cool. everything like that. that I don't cool. know if there's like an actual story tied to it at all, or, or if it's all just aesthetics. But yeah, hmm. yeah. No, they were selling them as a package deal on Steam during the time that I bought it too. It was also on sale, which helped. Sure. You know. Sure. But we just started playing it, and we're really, we were really into it. It was really nice. We spent some just long hours. Like we would wake up in the morning and we'd one of us would be like, Dave the and, it would be, and we would just come downstairs and we would play Dave the Diver for a while. Um it, it literally is like it was like starting someone's like mental like lawnmower, you know? Like yeah. like one person would be awake already and they'd be sitting there starting to move a little bit and you just hear like Dave the and the person would like eyes would open, but they couldn't process Yeah. Dave the <clears throat> blink. D- dave the you know yeah. <laughs> diver <laughs> and then that was enough then it's like let's go downstairs and fucking do this shit you know um yeah and just it was great it served us really great and uh i don't know it's it's the pairing with dredge is like so beyond like beautiful because they really are super aligned on so many different things even though they're so different and like i'm not sure i would have put them together other than like bro it's the water but like, no, it isn't that. It's the fact that they're both incredibly high quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And about the water. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about what that's fish. The way and there's fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also kind of the vibes too. I mean, it's like different, mm-hmm. maybe like not exactly the same, but it's that's it's slotted just right into the dredge vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. I know when James. Yeah, got- in oh, in sorry. some. In some ways, like, in a way, like, Dave the Diver takes the experience from Dredge, which I would describe or characterize as being, like, this, like, nice, chilled, like, laid-back vibe. Like, Dredge had an eerie twinge to it, but Dave the Diver, you have this chilled, laid-back vibe. And then there's just this added element 
from Dave the Diver that I think is like what helps it with its quality, which is just like it's also just super like it is a game that is just having fun with itself yeah. like the characters that you meet and the cutscenes that you watch and like <clears throat> every single added element to it for the most part except that one girl ellie that calls you she's being she's mean but like <laughs> most of the characters that you like Take meet shots. like they're just such they're just such such joys and they just accentuate the experience so much yes it's all absolutely. it's silly it's really mm-hmm. silly yeah. Yeah. And McCoy and, and I were talking about the other day, it's kind of like, it's a game called Undertale, McCoy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost Undertale-esque humor in some ways, you but mean, I like, think... Like, like tastefully, though? But yeah, or something. but like tastefully and like really lands. Um, it Yeah, it definitely doesn't take itself too seriously as a game. It pokes fun on itself, like frequently, and it, but it does it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And references Undertale, like I think, gaming history and stuff. Yeah. In the way that Undertale yeah. does. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think for some of us on the podcast, I think like I remember like Gabe and McCoy particularly, like Undertale's humor just leaned too much into, I guess, like the meme potential, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah. And maybe the randomness. There is ram- randomness in Dave the Diver with its characters and the things that happen, but also like in a way they're still they're less random and still more in character like um duff mm. the gunsmith like all mm. like that is a guy like that is like meme potential slash randomness with his character but yet you watch it and it just makes sense <laughs> like everything involving yeah him. well not only that but yeah. we we know that guy. we know at least one of those guys <laughs> if not an entire <laughs> discord full of those guys that we truly adore <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and I remember I posted one of the cutscenes from that and <laughs> at least Tyler was like, Hey, that's me. And I was like, you are one of the five. Tyler, Tyler yeah. said, it's just like me for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, yeah. And like, but, but actually like, it's, I don't know. It's almost, um, it's almost brave. Okay. That sounds silly, but it's like so stereotypical, but like in a joyous, fun way. Yeah. Like it's like, do you know this person who's like a gunsmith, really into guns and into anime, and like is just like playing games like World of Warcraft in their fucking basement, and like you know, dude, when there's a cutscene where he puts on his fucking like his his uh, eye mask and it has anime oh eyes my on god. it, oh my god, and yeah. he just like <laughs> and then hugs his anime body pillow and goes yeah, to body sleep. Pillow really <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like like it's just such a lovely way to reference mm-hmm. that that archetype that has come yeah. into existence in our world. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say, like, I, 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 yeah, I think this this conversation of that it's like silly and makes fun of itself and stuff like that is, is so it's so good. It's such a good point about this, especially because one of the things this game does is that it it gets you sort of used to that in a way that you're like joyously looking forward to upgrading something to get a sick cutscene, or mm-hmm. you know whether it's a silly one with duff or it's like a really sick one with boncho the fucking sushi mm-hmm. chef who does just insane shit did you guys get the bro did you guys get the one with the fucking ipod though yes he turns it yeah, up. i finally yeah. know what I you're got talking that one today about for the first i got the one today for the first time and i it was like god the bass just hit hard and i was like oh shit oh <laughs> yeah. shit like when he turns it up you're like oh going. fuck it's, <laughs> it's so, so good <laughs> it's so good all of the upgrade, you know, sushi upgrade, uh, like little shorts, they're all great. 
I mean, some of them are cooler than others, but they're all great. Yeah. They're all great. I was thinking about that as we were playing last night, because at this point, McQueen and I are like fairly deep into this game. Sure. We're, we think we're like rounding the end, so we're kind of working on finishing it. But mm. there are so many cutscenes in this game that are just like delightfully done. Like, I think for some reason, like these types of games to me can sometimes come off as like sort of low effort. Like, you mm. don't need all of that. But this game, like, clearly was, like, so well-loved by its developers. Yeah. And, like, they put so much time into creating. Like, they didn't need to do 12 different cutscenes for Boncho and, you know, so, you know, a bunch of different ones for sure. Duff. And, like, yep. um, but they did. And they're amazing. They're all really good. It's mm-hmm. like, the, yeah, exactly. They didn't need to, but, like they did need to like for our souls because like yeah this is the sort of thing where like bro if this was a business meeting about how many cutscenes do you do for boncho right and how right. much like, they cost the and how much time yeah. they're gonna take and geez we're gonna have to do revisions on some of them because they have to send them back and it's like you know we only got one animator that's really killing it do we do two animators no i think that's too expensive you know like there, there would have been this conversation of like how you could get away with less and it would be mostly as good and this game does not fuck with that philosophy yeah like this game is like you have seahorse racing and you have fucking mini stardew valley and you have fucking all these cutscenes, and then you have and it just keeps it just keeps going and in fact not only does it keep going it like gets you used to the loop and i I think okay there's a famous um halo interview actually it's about one of the early halos believe it or not in the campaign which we haven't played much of but they basically said how'd you make this so fucking fun and they were like, well, we found like five minutes of fun. And then we just made you do it like over and over and over again in different ways. And this was like cool that they did that. But it was also like devastating to gaming because so many games, especially in this sort of indie category, you find like the loop of the game and then you play it until it's not fun anymore. And then you're like, give me the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And it almost like dries up to this like really sad, withered loop that you're just not enjoying at all anymore by the end and this game before you get there puts in some of the most insanely awesome cutscene minigame shit you've ever seen in your life like the fucking <laughs> anime girl one where you're fucking that was really great i don't know if she what the like fuck is that? All of a sudden, James has seen that yet wow like i'm sitting there going like i don't know this like we played this loop a lot like i wonder if the game is over but they just want to give it to us more if we want to keep playing it's like no no it has more but that's secrets. What, yeah that's kind of what i mean it's, it's like just they ridiculous yeah so much i i have it. seen the ddr oh my god oh, it's so good that was maybe the most joy i felt in 2024 <laughs> i mean i know it's been short but <clears throat> but like and like that's at like 20 hours in yeah and they just are confident that their game is good enough that you're going to get there. And when you get there, it's amazing. Well, I think Zoe made a good point after we played it because Zoe was still here when we played that scene. Mm. But Zoe, you played it and played yeah. it flawlessly. Yeah, very it was incredible. Well. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we knew who we had to give the controller to for the DDR sequence. If there was going to be one <laughs> yeah. person, right? Um. <clears throat> But I think, like, as we were sitting there all stunned after that, I just feel like that was fucking incredible. So I was like, but yeah, like, that was, like, the weird guy in the office. Like, they let the weird guy mm. in the office spend, like, months. I mean, I don't know how long it takes to develop a game and, like, do shit like that, but that's, like, a, that was a, a full thing. Yeah. That was a whole cutscene and, like, a mini game and then a cutscene. And um, they just let them do it. They're like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. Go for it. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> just so delightful. It's, it, yeah. 
it's, it's all fun to make. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, and it, it just keeps having these little little gameplay surprises and, and callbacks to other genres and, and stuff. It's incredible. I mean, it reminds me of uh, Frog Fractions. Did you guys ever play Frog Fractions? No. I remember... I thought you were like Adam and I. Adam and I (laughs) tried to get everybody to play Frog Fractions, but back in college, yeah, um, it's. I mean, it was. It's. It was like truly a, like a pioneering little like flash game, basically. Um, that, like, did did this genre hopping thing, and I think it kind of did it first. Um is very silly and uh very fun and it's all i mean it's all uh uh it's an educational game about fractions uh it was, yeah it was, that was my question is like is it a math game because it sounds like well a it's, math it's game. a lot more than that but that was the cell right this was like the first time i had seen a human being in real life just truly throw the cell of a game because they were trying yeah. not to spoil it <laughs> so then you, so then nobody would take them up on this because they were like well that sounds stupid like, what am I playing? Like, Mavis Beacon teaches typing? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> like, Adam was like, we should try and get people to play this game, but all we'll say is you'll learn a lot about fractions. And, like, that's the part <laughs> that people try to forget. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. what, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you flipped a, fla- a fraction and then multiplied across the top? The Except, bottom, I mean, the only thing that actually has to do with fraction, like, you're a frog and you're catching flies, and when you catch a fly, it gives you points, and the points are in a fraction. And that's it. Do you think this is where his review scores came from? I was just thinking the same thing. Maybe. Probably. Oh my god. Influenced the Fuji TOT lore. (laughs) Dude, there's there. It's yeah. Like okay, so there there are so many calls back callbacks to other gameplay things. This game is not. Hmm. It's like it doesn't do so in like the deepest way, but it also does so in like a really elegantly like taste. Like it's almost like a like a taste platter of other gameplay styles like it doesn't give you stardew valley okay no. it's not going to give you stardew valley no one could ever build stardew valley mm-hmm. in their game and have it be stardew valley but they can give you like oh that's kind of like stardew valley or they can give you like, well oh. it, that's the it's just it's delightful because it is also such a rip of stardew valley right like i mean the the little seeds and the watering it's everything is exactly the same you're just like oh i know what this game is or like the aquariums you have right or like, there's a later sequence in the game that's like basically like a like a chase sequence. Oh my god, it's a sequence straight out of Ori, the blind forest. It's blind very forest. Ori, yeah. Or, or <laughs> yeah, or just other like platformers, and there's like even puzzles there, and like there's just it's. And, and, but I would say like it's kind of characterized by in the later game, quote unquote, there are like murals you need to take pictures of, and at some point in time, your camera's lens just fogs up, and you need to like take your fingers across it with the controller and just you know like you would on a fucking like like a windshield (laughs) windshield. or something and like and just like it's so stupid but it is like so i don't know it's just it shows it's everything they want right it's like this joyous little like we didn't have to but we're going to because it's fun and silly and you can almost feel their smile of how proud they were to come up with this little gameplay loop that they're going to code in beautifully that is like just silly it's just silly um so you see that and you're like no fucking okay no but it's like kind of (laughs) but it kind of makes you smile so 
Yeah, just it has so much personality. Not to start 2024 shooting on Starfield again, but I mean, <laughs> like, it, you know, like this game is it has so much personality to it. Like it has so many little touches and little things that just make it really delightful. Um, yeah. And I think the thing that that I've noticed now that like J- both James and I have like branched out into our own personal playthroughs after kind of playing the di- Day of the Diver like as a group. Um I guess one thing that kind of uh was just very pleasant is just the overall I don't want to say there's like the pacing of the game because Definitely. it's like you can literally mm-hmm. do whatever you want in this game. Like I remember when we first like joined McCoy and Elena for their playthrough, it was tuna day for them. And they hadn't even really delved that much into the story. Right. Um, yeah, we'd done like nothing. Optimizing our restaurant. We're big halls on the restaurant. Yeah, but yeah. Big <laughs> restaurant vibes. Yeah. Right. And but like the, the thing is like the game didn't penalize you for like no. you could just literally just dive however long you mm-hmm. want collecting whatever you want and as a result you guys were well ahead of the curve when it came to like discovering game mechanics that are revealed via the story mm. but like you also had like a kick-ass restaurant that was just like you know basically automated and like just so much cash yeah, it was um, also just a shot. It was automated because I was struggling with the controls of the restaurant and the, the tea pouring. And so we basically upgraded so much that I just stood there. Okay. I, <laughs> I do agree with this narrative. However, I do want to make one small uh, change to it, which is that your tea pouring, for whatever reason, is flawless. It's the beer that gets it's me. It's the beer the fuck is introduction. happening with the beer mini game? I think it's you just don't understand the foam ratio you're looking for. I so, I've discovered what it might oh, be, mm-hmm. and it might be that you are slamming down the analog stick, and you need to like very gradually tip mm. it. Mm. Like you have to very gradually tip it downwards. Because if you slam yeah. it down, the foam gets like the the foam gets too too much in the beer. Hmm. Is what I've noticed. This you can also like pour some of the beer into it at an angle and then like stop for a second and then pour it down like straight down that that gives me goods i don't i don't really get mm. perfects on beer much mm. but i also I'm absolutely flawless with my beer i'm so pl- proud of it yeah. damn all right wow. i'm gonna try the feathering strat um <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i also wait, like sorry i, I don't know zoe we should let her finish yeah Oh, no. I mean, I, I was just, I mean, I, I don't think I had much else to really put. I just I just found our, like, where we're at, I think, with each of our playthroughs and, like, where, and, like, what mechanics are revealed to us versus not. Um, like, it makes for some very interesting sort of pacing, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, for instance, I don't have the salvage drone yet because I believe you get the salvage drone during Tuna Day. Mm. Um, however... I have unlocked um, like weapon dismantling for parts, mm-hmm. which I believe McCoy and Elena didn't really get until like well after Tuna. Yeah, not until way later. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we could tell we were lagging on that, and it was just like, what do we do? Yeah, All right. we hit a point where it was like very clear we needed to progress the story, but you know, also we were enjoying diving. Right, but yeah, all, that's but that's the beautiful part. It's like the game doesn't like force you being like, okay, like it's 
you know, you've gone too many days of just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, you could yeah. literally just play this game however, like, you know, you could avoid the story for however long you want, as long as you're enjoying, like, just whatever game, like, whatever part of the game you want to interface the most with. You know, yeah. the game really wants you to have your own fun Yeah. with, um, with whatever you choose. Oh, and that's similar to Dredge. It's great. Like, yeah. in that right. way. And I feel like that's another beautiful alignment that these two games have. Like, I feel like both of these games figure out how to be fun in such a wide range of gamer level. Like, like this strikes me as fun for, like, our parents that are not. And this might be a little yeah. hard, but I think you could take it really slow. Way slower than any of us took it, for example, even. And, like, I think you could really, like, spend a lot of time learning. And it's it has a really elegant simplicity to it um Mm -hmm. and so we're like optimizing right for our own directions but we're like Mm -hmm. optimizing and we're like hitting the edges of like our skill input into the game and we all could do that in our own different way in our own different directions and enjoy it sort of like what zoe's saying but Mm -hmm. i can also feel like you know this is a perfect (laughs) this is a really triggering term but like girlfriend game but that doesn't mean (laughs) it just means what you would do to the theory right behind that name before it was really offensive was just that like you're trying it was to always introduce... really offensive mccoy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you just didn't open your fucking eyes man well fair enough um i've been accused of that before um the only eye i have open is my third eye according to our yoga practice <laughs> um <laughs> steady uh but like no but it's it, the idea is it's introducing someone who has less game experience into games and i feel like this is such a good game to do that with potentially even a good game to share the controller with that type of person back and mm-hmm. forth for different tasks um, i mean that's you might be saying that because that's what we've done right like i i started off playing this game the whole time like diving and like restauranting i don't know you call that sure. managing um but then once we started with sharks and things and i had a, a pretty horrific death to a shark um it became somewhat clear that maybe McCoy should try the diving portion. To be clear, the, the, the shark wasn't horrific. What was horrific was the panic and <laughs> induced. Like, you you remind me of the squids that walk by where they just, like, blow a load of just ink and ink leave. Just ink everywhere and leave. That was all of your <laughs> your shotgun shots just into the ether, like, yeah. in a cloud. It was and not good. You were shooting above you and the shark was below you. And that was, like, you could... And every time you did that, it would tilt you to watch it on screen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. right and so then you're losing mental and you're losing bullets and this thing is attacking you but but okay so you were like hey and i'm sitting there going like cracking my knuckles like you have an experienced gamer behind you no worries yeah, anytime you worry, want but, like, but i think if 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 you had wanted to to play more and you didn't like ask me to play or if you had been playing alone i think you could have taken a much slower pace and i think you would have learned a lot and been totally fine i think that's true i mean like now i'm diving more mm-hmm. um just because fuck it i guess i don't know you had such a beautiful heart and shot the other day and the first thing you said is i never would have been able to do that if people were watching me it's so true though <laughs> i would have never i had like i was like an it was it was perfect well, so- it was between like four fish and i shot just the one fish that i needed it was so flawless and not only that there would <laughs> so there was so many factors because there was also a giant shark that had just been seen on the corner of the screen mm-hmm. that that the fish was running towards so that fish was about to be safe because that giant shark is going to own you and you're like not low on oxygen but you've got like not that much less than half for sure and it's running away and you're like i have to hit this and then these like 
fish come in as a smoke screen and there's just this hole between them and you're just like aiming and you hit this and because otherwise yeah it was done yeah yeah it was, it was beautiful <laughs> yeah but like so i feel like that's another thing that dredge also has that we probably can't experience exactly but we can feel and i feel like i would be happy to recommend this to a lot of different levels of gamers i think they could enjoy it yeah because of how unpunishing it is to go at your own pace and how the mechanics are simple but there's actually optimization and mastery in there like it's just it feels really nice for that and like it right. feels bad if you die uh in a on a run you don't really die you just you just have to return to the surface with you can only keep one thing um it feels bad and it feels like a, a setback and it kind of is but it's it's really just slowing down it's not like you're really losing anything and right. even like when that happens on like event days mm -hmm. which uh it has happened to me Oof. on every event day um <clears throat> oh. <laughs> uh sometimes i dive too greedily and too deep um shocking wow that doesn't shocking. sound like you james would not have guessed no. that from watching you play on our save no yeah <laughs> but james like it's such didn't... a skilled diver but but there is a level of optimization that you have and i see i know people like you where it's like you 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 ride the it... edge of going too hard yeah you're like hp's are resource like it's like yeah, that level. Yeah, James was of always optimizing. so tilted at us because like it, so the your health bar in this game is also your oxygen, mm -hmm. so it's always going down when you're underwater and you have to find oxygen to replenish it. But it also goes down if you get like hit by a shark, right, or like attacked by something. Um, and they'd be at half oxygen and no, like we'd or, be at or like red three blinking. quarters oxygen. Wow. <laughs> so like I, no, think, I think I don't. Maybe starts blinking at like sixty seconds or something of oxygen yeah. left and we would like be frantically trying to find oxygen or like or um oh, i remember what you're or about, just actually, xing yeah. and just getting out there's like get me out of here points like little i don't know yeah. they come pick we call you them up. x fill sorry there's x vills <laughs> x fill x fill yeah it's a military thing it's not vill x, it's it's short for exfiltrate the opposite oh, of infiltrate i thought it was like x town you know like no. x vill like the village no. of <laughs> No, 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 no. Look, I really hate the term either way. Um, Fair enough. Okay. It's very odd in this game, I must say. Yeah. But here we are. But anyway, so we were like frantically trying to do this, and James is just losing his mind, being like, you have 60 seconds. What the fuck? Well, so, it, okay, it's a battle of mindsets, right? Because what James is trying to communicate to you is that if you don't panic, especially with low oxygen in a dive, right? That's the classic. Um, if you don't panic, you're probably fine. What Elena's trying to communicate back to James is is that you're maybe not fine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're not. And it's just funny because it's like, okay, because like we saw that, right? And then we saw like the opposite of James's style. So James's style is like, but okay, the other thing I should mention is that if you hit an oxygen point, it fills up your oxygen all the way. This is an important note because first of all, as you get a bigger tank, right? Then it like fills up a bigger tank and so mm -hmm. you can go further. But also because that means there is this mythical concept of value where you get more value from the oxygen tank if you have traveled more yeah. so then it's like hey i probably should go around this corner and see if there's something and then come back and hit it and go away because mm -hmm. like you know there's and you do some level of optimizing that especially in the beginning but whenever it's necessary but value 
I promise you, is what's motivating James to be like, you're fine. Because he can feel how much <laughs> oxygen he's going to get back. Um, and this is absolutely fine until you die. Right? Is that fair? Yes, that is true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to also shout out James because James is the one who famously walked around with like four suits of power armor in Fallout 3. <laughs> Yeah, like a yep. that's pace. true. That's also true. And this game has a very similar mechanic. I mean, it has an, like it has a weight limit. You become encumbered, and as you become encumbered, as you hit your weight limit, you first get slow, and then you get like incredibly slow. Yeah. Um, and James was notorious for swimming around dangerous areas while slow because he had picked up like fifty starfish and netted <laughs> so many fucking sea. Horses. We call them seahorses. My inventory is still full of seahorses, James. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> just just up, upgrade your seahorse dish and then it's done. Yeah, I feel kind of bad eating them. Why? Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, but they taste good. <laughs> I guess so. I also <laughs> feel like they would not taste good. I feel like they'd be really bony. Yeah, you're. Pro- I'm sure that you're right, but like, and also, they don't sell for that much. But, like, just upgrade your shit. Just yeah, whatever. Who cares? I do like to enhance things. Yeah. I, like, yeah. enhance everything all the time, basically. Yeah. Big enhance energy. Yeah. I think it's the way. Mm-hmm. I Same also do Elena. that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just funny because, right, okay, think about this, the James value proposition. It's roguelike, right? He taught us all, I think, over the years how to be a bit riskier. And, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it maybe feels a little uncomfortable in our souls. But then you take the opposite of that, right? And it's like one of the dives is always fighting, she's fighting shark. And then it's like mm-hmm. she gets hit and she's low-ish. Probably could take two hits. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being two hits from death is starting to like close off the aggressiveness that she want, that she needs to close this fight. So then she pops an oxygen tank and then immediately plays the rest of the like situation flawless. But- right. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so it's like that's anti value, but it's actually value because that popping that oxygen it's tank mental value exactly, <laughs> is what gave mm-hmm. her the confidence to stand strong, dodge that shark, and then like continue with the fight sequence. Whereas otherwise, like the panic's gonna set in, and yeah. so it's just different. And style. I'm just trying to get you used to that anxiety so that you don't have to pop it to play the rest of the fight flawless. You know. Mm-hmm. which now you say like that i mean that does seem good no but then there's and that's totally reasonable but then there's the other case of like you know i think you pop it every time because i think you can play on average the rest of the dive cleaner enough to go ahead again especially yeah, but then it, but then when you're pushing it too hard the next time you still have that energy that that oxygen tank you see what i mean Oh, definitely. But the question is, are you pushing it? Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Should you be pushing it too hard multiple times to die? Yeah, this is maybe like the a, difference. A somewhat targeted in... piece of advice. James is like, when you're redlining that bitch the third time in a dive and you've got nothing left, you're going to need that fucking oxygen tank. Well, fair enough, James. Um, <laughs> see, yeah. And, but you know, sometimes you just, you just call it a day and you're okay with that. But, it's interesting. I would really be interested to see, and by that I mean like I don't know if I will rep- will pursue this, but like a very new player of games mm. to play a game like this. It'd be really interesting to see like how they progress. 
like yeah you know shallow dives mm-hmm. for a, like a long time definitely the early on you want to make like you can't go super far so you want to make like your plays and get the fuck out um but i just i feel like they'd make their way you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i do feel like the combat mechanics are a little bit different like i'd be curious to see because i feel like they're a little because you can only shoot at like very specific angles Mm-hmm. right like with your harpoon you can only shoot out your sides basically it's like yeah it's or like no, it's bottom of... cone up cone it's yeah, yeah. it's like, but it's like not a 360 right you can't shoot everywhere yeah. around you it i think that does add a layer of difficulty no doubt and the harpoon is pretty specific like it is a small it's not a shotgun like scatter shot like you don't have a problem over there anymore kind of thing it's like <laughs> you have to hit the one little pinpoint that you're looking at um and it's really embarrassing to miss like it just feels embarrassing oh, it's insulting the saw nose shark for whatever reason that's like one right. of the starting sharks that you face for whatever reason if i'm facing him head on and i shoot my harpoon it like grazes like within a centimeter of his body yeah it doesn't hit well, you him can't and hit i'm just yeah. like right like his nose you can't <laughs> Isn't his nose not a hitbox for you, but it's a hitbox? I think, like, yeah, I think, most yeah. of it is not a hitbox. But he'll hit you. In fact, it's been, right. like, his main weapon. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's his sawtooth. Yeah. He is also <clears throat> a skinny shark. Mm. Like, the tiger That's shark true. is a bulky yeah. boy. Like, that guy <laughs> you can hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I figured out today they have finishers on sharks. Yeah. It was epic. Yeah, it's crazy. As hell. <laughs> yeah, well, it's basically, it's trying to finish you. And you can finish it back mm-hmm. instead. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sick. So you're sitting there like, see, this is probably something that like is really. You nice. mean like when you get caught and get away? But when you get caught, yeah, it's like I think it's when he's low health, he charges at you and you get caught in him. But there's that like QTE right. that happens. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit it, then like there's this like second kind of mini game that pops up that i was just not prepared for initially where you have to like basically like perform like a you you dodge him and like perform a finisher on him yeah and you poke him in the eye or something yeah (laughs) yeah stab his eye out basically (laughs) yeah it's pretty sick it's it's definitely one of those things of like flash of style in this game Mm -hmm. and and it's, it's just cool to like you expect the qte to be like i mash this button so i don't die but instead, it's like, I kill you? Oh. Oh, I'm amazing. I didn't realize. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's, goddamn. I mean, I just feel like it's a, it's a fucking strong start of the year. Like, it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was honestly surprised when I picked it and was like, picked it up. I was like, oh, wait, this is better than I thought. And kind of the more we play of it, the more I'm like, oh, no, this is like a whole game. I'm not sure... That I think the story is incredible. Okay. But the story is like there. It's happening. It's leading us forward. So it's a little troll. You're saying it's not best narrative category. I don't think it's going to win, win best narrative next year. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the narrative is kind of just nothing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like a cute like silly nothing yeah it kind yeah. of feels like a story that like no like i could have written like we could have written you know what i mean where it's like okay we're in the ocean like what's happening oh let's make people. i oh, guess there's no, a the few different people are struggling with global warming like climate change uh, yeah barely yeah but yeah 
my my favorite part is that like everyone just seems so surprised like specifically dave is just so surprised by the story whenever it comes up because like you, we need you to do something he's like oh me yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh oh <laughs> yeah at the same time i do think the writing is good like i'm not the, yeah. the narrative is not incredible but like the writing of the characters is funny and charming mm-hmm. the narrative mm-hmm. is exactly what it needs to be which is not the forefront yeah yeah and agreed kind of on that subject uh i looked up this game because i was like who made this game and who published it and what's what's up with that yeah it's by the developer mint rocket which is a subsidiary of Nexon. None of these words are intended to matter to any of you. Great. I was was starting to get worried. Nexon Nexon is a a South Korean game company (laughs) that is known for MMORPGs. Wow. And other things. Hmm. And Dave the Diver was first announced as a mobile game in 2018 by Nexon Mobile. Uh, subsidiaries um, in collaboration with National Geographic made wow. to wow. quote made to bring awareness to all the beauty the ocean has and how it's slowly fading away unquote wow those plans obviously changed this is from Wikipedia because you it just became the sharks first the whole time <laughs> yeah that it... feels like not what National <laughs> Geographic wants <clears throat> They're like, go in there with guns. Shoot these fucking fish in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. th- I don't think that there was any plan for him to be killing the fish at that point. Like, that might have been where they're, like, taking a picture and, like, collecting. Wait, wait, know, wait. Did they cards? fucking elevate the National Geographic character to be the fucking, like, super environmentalist guy? Like, <laughs> the, the super guy, guy in Marine. the crazy suit? Oh, shit. That is, can you imagine the PETA guy? On a project? The PETA guy? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. The dude who's like, he's like an enemy out of fucking Mega Man or something. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking funny. And he always blames you for like ruining the environment when, <laughs> when he's, he's the one him. like yeah, destroying yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you dodge his fucking rocket launcher and he blows up the fucking mm-hmm. shit behind you. And he's like, God and he's damn like, it. you're a menace to nature. <laughs> Look what you made me do. <laughs> no, for real. Can you imagine collabing with people on like a, like a game to like, for like the environment and then you end up being the character? Who like is <laughs> the, the biggest joke? Yeah. <laughs> like goddamn. Yeah, National Geographic's getting ready to sue. You're like, hey, that's um, really funny. I think we're gonna have to pull funding. Like, we the game is amazing, <laughs> and we love you, and you should put it out. But I just don't think we can. Yeah, in we good can't conscience. put our name on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there are little touches of like ocean awareness, though. Sure. That I think mm-hmm. are tastefully done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I don't think we're being beat over the head with the message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's something there's... as simple as like rescuing a dolphin from a net, or yeah. like they mention a sea turtle's going crazy because it has a plastic bag up its nose, or something right. like that. Yeah. And, and also, so like, like yeah. there's there's like collecting cards of like that's how you keep track of like which fish you've mm-hmm. caught, and there's like real fish facts on each of those cards mm-hmm. for all the yeah. real life fish. I mean, some of them are fantastical, but mm-hmm. um. So that's yeah. cool. And I th- I'm sure that that's part of what the National Geographic influence was. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But just really quick, the initial concept came from a real life pub on Jeju Island in South Korea. The owner is a diver who fishes during the day and runs the pub during wow. the night. Whoa. That's There's so a sick. real life Dave the Diver. Holy shit. 
the more fantastical elements were inspired by the manga Blue Hole. Wow. Huh. <clears throat> what kind of manga yeah, are we talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's um, like we've been through the characters that this might be Well, there's a woman in a bikini on the, fir- on the front Is cover. Is she blue, a- though? That feels right. Uh, no. <laughs> Well, no, I don't. I don't know about this. On Wikipedia, there's also a T Rex in the background. So. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's God. Like, dude, we've really like, we've really got it backwards here in the West about like what to do when you love someone else's work. Like, yeah. be inspired by them. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Like, like this whole like you're copying them. This whole like, because we have that really hard in the West. Like really hard because it's like we have, we have intellectual property and we're trying to protect it. And there's good reason for that, sure. But it's just when you sit there and go, "Oh, this game is just a derivative of the other game." It's like maybe, but if you like love some other game, like you you should be able to like understand what's beautiful about it and and try to make it like, like like for example, you think Atomic Heart, right? People are like, "Oh, it's just like yeah, it's just such a Bioshock ripoff." It's like, please, more Bioshock ripoffs. I want more <laughs> Bioshock ripoffs mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, maybe cool it with the sexual assault, but like more <laughs> Bioshock ripoffs. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It seemed to be successful for them. Um, yeah, so I don't. So it's just it's just cool for them to just go out and be like, it's inspired by this and this together, and it's beautiful. And you're like, hell yeah. Instead of being like, no, we were in a room and we divined it, watching no other content. It came exclusively from our brains. Please don't sue (laughs) us. It's like, no, it's awesome. So, I don't know. That's why I wouldn't have guessed that's where this game came from. Not to go back to it. I would have guessed it was some kind of indie developer. Um right which it doesn't sound like it is it sounds like it's like it's like a weird corporate mobile game developer no that no, no just... an mmo developer well i guess it's the corp it's the like mmo and mobile game it, it's yeah. like it's yeah it's like the the mobile interesting division. subsidiary situation of this like big game company no but here's the thing right like big game companies like could theoretically have a bunch of talented people there that could make a good smaller yeah. game if yeah. you just hired the right people and had like a philosophy and stuff and i think this is what this is trying but, to like, like show. it's so nice that it got greenlit to like yeah. someone was like go make a great game yeah this seems great keep going yeah 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 absolutely it's actually like i i think you see it no, you're, I think you're spot on, Elena. Like, the greenlit part is the interesting part because you see our big AAA, like, studios lose a bunch of people and have them make a new studio, and then they do the game they wanted to make, and it's, like, great or something. You know what I mean? So, right, like, like we they have all quit it. their regular jobs and start their own gaming company. But they don't do it, like, in EA, exactly. They just, they all leave. Or, like, Stray. Wasn't Stray a good example of that? Yeah, I think it was, too. Of that from... Yeah triple a game spaces yeah they worked for was it ubisoft probably i feel like it was but i might be wrong about that exactly but yeah it it, it's kind of beautiful because it's like it feels like these games that do this they take like the right level of like professionalism and perfectionism and like almost like yeah perfectness of like this gameplay systems and like the coding and like the smoothness and like the engine and like the the graphics are beautiful and like they they understand how to sort of take that 
from from a bigger thing punching above their weight but then they insert their like indie flavor it, it's sort of like annapurna which is able to like annapurna is kind of the one mm-hmm. saying like you should all be doing this but clearly like we we live in such a beautiful age where like indies quote have like there are obviously still indies of all sorts of different levels but there is this certain level of the cream of the crop of indies that is just in this flawless spot between triple a and indie it's like grown to that like just beautiful point where where you can have this yeah mm-hmm. like wow 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 it's a good fucking game you guys it's you should really, really play good. it like what the fuck like it's good yeah really good and i was honestly like i i think it was like maybe like slightly hinted at like i i did not expect that from this game i think i i'm very happy to have played this game because when i saw it come out early last year i thought it was going to be a little too meme for my liking mm-hmm. so i didn't even like i didn't even try to pick it up mm. um and now that i have like it's it's just like it's it's a full complete package. It is it is just a delight. I'm enjoying it so much in like the little snippets that I do it. And I just I do like how you can make it a bite-sized gaming experience by doing like a dive a day or something like that. Or you can like be James and go on 20-hour gaming marathons totally. <laughs> or something like that. Look, it snowed like, over a foot yesterday both. and all I did was play Dave the Diver, okay? Yeah. Wow. I mean that yeah. I honestly there's a snow day happening this weekend in like where I live and I am looking forward to it to just you know play Dave the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I I get it and like okay wait 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 on this though I think I understand now like because when you guys are talking I was realizing like this game does have like this really perfect ability to either be done in days or if you want it can take you through essentially as many days as possible and i feel like that is a Mm -hmm. very mmo style of like quest design where it's like Mm. there is always more leading you always Mm -hmm. and so it's like every time you come back and you're like i'm just gonna finish up you're like oh well i am gonna call about this okay i'm gonna call about this okay i'm gonna either choose to leave that or i'm gonna choose to pursue that like that's the end of every day it's like a choice to go forward or more Mm -hmm. or not and that feels very mmo to me very... They're also very like Stardew Valley esque. Hmm. Write all of these games. I don't. Someone needs to like write in and tell it at journeyofthumbs at gmail.com. But like write it in and like, <laughs> uh, like tell it. I don't know what the term is for this type of game that has like management elements to it and farming element. It's not a farming sin, but like I, the diving in this is farming esque, kind of. I don't know, gathering. Like the Moonlighter. Resource management game. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be a name for this. I just don't know what it is. But I think that all of those have kind of like a to-do list vibe where you're like, okay, so like tomorrow, like I definitely need to go out there and get some tuna. Like I'm really looking for this thing. Like, and you just always have that forever. And it's, it's the, like the one more day mentality. It's what used to make me stay up until fucking four in the morning playing Civ 5 being like, just I got one more day here. Like that's all I need. These games I am also more of an adult now and have more self-control, but also, like, I think these games are a little more gentle. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you can quit. It's okay. But they definitely all have that, like, I have a list of things I want to get to. Like, here's what I need to do next. You know, and on top of that, okay, this is actually really interesting, but, like, this game on the Switch in particular, not that I have it on the Switch, I don't, but 
one of the most beautiful features that the Switch has, and maybe like other consoles have, question mark, is like if you hit the home button, right? On any game, you can pause it anywhere, even if the game itself does not allow you to pause. Mm -hmm. This is a famous feature you could use for like Dark Souls, for example, which you're not allowed to pause. Um, But you can just pause at the system level on the Switch. And so doing like having that ability makes any game any bite size amount you want. Now, it might be painful to come back in, but you could even pause this in the middle of a dive. And like, not only could you pause it, but you could like pause it and come back days later mm-hmm. in the middle of a dive. Now you probably throw that dive because it's a roguelike, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's just, it's just interesting to see like, there are different like places with which this can be like smaller or longer. And if you had it on the switch, it can be even, even, even smaller. And it's just like really interesting to see like how flexible that is. Whereas like there are some games that are very inflexible. I mean, obviously, like, the mama can't pause multiplayer games, but but even still, just, like, this one definitely has, like, do you want to do, yeah, one dive? Do you want to do two dives, morning and afternoon? Do you want to do morning, afternoon, like, a full day cycle, morning, afternoon, and shop? Like, like what do you, what do you consider to be complete? And there's always going to be stuff, like, pulling you along the way, but you just pause when you're, you know, when what you consider complete is is done. Yeah. It's beautiful in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, just personally, just as a human being, um, games that are designed like this uh, are a bit much for me in terms of like the notification amount. It's a little bit high. I, I, I figure out my way. Um, but like, it's <laughs> like I'm trying to end at the end of the day. The motherfuckers be calling me and then rolling up in their boats and shit and like making jokes and like, oh, fuck, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. even worse when the old school... Or the uh, the aging Ash Ketchum just like, comes to your boat in that little like. Dude, that is such a wreck on that guy. Like, if I've ever seen a wreck on a Pokemon nerd, that is it. Yeah, it's he's that's a that, really good character. It's a really good. It character. is like literally aging Ash Ketchum. Um, yeah, and he's not and particularly then he, healthy either. You know no. what I mean? And um, then his like leaving when he leaves, he's like choo choo. Yeah, he's a which is hilarious vibe. also because i'm pretty sure that like chu is i think it might be the the onomatopoeic sound for like kisses in japanese hmm. Hmm. yeah i don't know that whole character is very well done but also very cringe just devastating and he's the pokemon oh, no, character i'm wrong oh wait no that's swahili what the fuck Oh, in Swahili, I googled it. Right, man. <laughs> Apparently, it means nipple in Swahili. <laughs> <laughs> James is walking around like, "Hey, mom, choo choo," and she's choo like, choo. What the fuck? Ling- "Linguistics with James. We have art history with Zoe. Yeah, exactly. We have linguistics with James. Damn, we have a, a lot of legacy <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting. Like to me, like I feel like the world has decided that the way to like." Because think about it, right? A day is ending. Your dive is ending. You roll up and you're like trying to be done. And I feel like the world has decided like what what you must do is then start like five other threads. Like you just must. Mm-hmm. That is just the way. Because like it could be like you roll up and then you like your phone could be on do not disturb mode, right? And you could undo that at the end of a dive manually and it could like everything could flow in. Mm-hmm. But it's just this like... 
I think it's a little bit, though, of, like, it's video games. Like, they have to give you the next quest. You come up with something, like, they have to come talk to you about it. Oh, sure. But it's it's um it's rather that, like, think about it, right? The choice is where does the next quest opening start? Does it start at the end of the dive, or does it start at the beginning of your next adventure? And it starts at the mm. end of the dive. Right. Do you see what I mean? Except that when you end the dive, it immediately tries to get you to begin your next adventure. Right. That's what I mean. And, yeah. And I think that is, quote, good game design, quote, modern game, at least modern game design. Um, it's good for keeping you involved. Yeah. Yes. Certainly. Yes. And I just, it's just interesting, right? Because if you think about it sequentially, right? It's like, it is, they open all the threads right at the end of closing. It's <clears throat> like, they never want to have an existence point where your threads are closed. Right. Which you, as a human being, rally against. Well, yeah. And I'm not like mad or anything, but it's just, it's just, you just see it on display here and it works really well. It works really mm-hmm. well here to motivate mm-hmm. you to, to continue to play. And I um, think it's pretty kind and low key, like compared to like, I mean, like, cyberpunk notorious for you like you were just getting phone calls during <laughs> missions during just well, all that's the time just poor taste text messages do you want to buy this car or can you go like there's just constant was it funny like i was worried when this game popped up with a cell phone i was like oh fuck but you don't get called when you're diving you know it's peaceful down there in the Definitely. ocean and it's pretty low-key yeah i mean there's a lot of notifications i've decided i don't care about like i just don't ever look at the pokemon cards i don't care um but i think for the most part they have like a nice clean small to-do list it's never super long mm-hmm. it's just like hey you need to get some mar- marlin you know you should and, do that and they're usually like pretty kind about how long you can wait either it's like a bunch of days or yeah. it's just forever yeah so i think mm-hmm. i mean i think it's a pretty forgiving and like kindly made game system in that way no totally i not to mention like sorry just like any of like the like item hunting stuff like the game gives you just clear indications of like this is the thing you're looking for down Mm -hmm. here like it gives like a very like either like yellow or blue marker at the top of it i know i mentioned this like as we were playing all together but it's just like the the point of this game is not to be like you know swimming around looking at something being like is that a red seashell or a pink seashell and then pick it up and like you know cram your inventory with a lot of unnecessary items for those that get annoyed by that but like i don't know i i was just so thankful that it's just like literally all like if you wanted to all you could do is just dive down and only pick up things with blue markers over the top of them and then like you're done like it's it's very generous mm-hmm. and just so mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. And then it has like the opposite side of that as a sort of more optional, like fun game for the spotter types out there, which is like, ooh, I know some traits about this fish and I want to go see like if this is the fish. Like, you know, you might spend some time being like, it's thin and silver and it comes in a pack of two, but I think this is a mackerel, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's also that aspect too, but it's just not forced on you as like aggressively and it's not like, the main quest like you don't feel like oh my god i'm just gonna stall out and like lose i'm gonna lose essentially because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing so they they would never have that this game's too smooth for that they they want you to keep Mm -hmm. going through it and that's okay and that's what we all want so fair play yeah i think too i'm not really sure how to describe this accurately but i feel like for me one of the big 
draws of Dave the Diver is just like the vibes are so good. Um, I feel like it's worth saying out loud because it's just it's mm-hmm. so. I mean, like it's okay. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. pixel art, which is not usually my favorite art style. And I, I think someone said it at one point on this podcast ever. But like pixel art, I've never looked at pixel art and be like, oh my god, it bl- that blows me out of the water. Like that's so stunning. But Dave that ever looks really nice. It looks good. It's the colors are beautiful. The little ocean creatures are beautiful. Um, being under the water and just swimming around is great. It, it's it's beautiful and like silly in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like if you look at this like thumbnail here that it's just this picture of dave the diver like the whole thing is insanely beautiful and then the word dave is like silly in yellow like Mm -hmm. that's like that's their flavor profile right here because like dave's animations are sometimes hilarious like when he's carrying rocks and stuff or like yeah he makes those little grunting noises that zoe pointed out now i can't unhear yeah we had like to do a whole rock carrying mission the other day and the whole time i was like god damn it i wish i didn't notice this (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like they they allow they have some like cutesy animations in there too that are just like fun and silly and like so it's it's just that nice combination of that and like it's actually it's it's weird it's 2d sprites but on like in a 3d world but that is like swam through in 2d like the blocks themselves for the terrain are like 3d and like quite quite a bit of depth but then like your sort of foreground background like plane hunting like through it it's a really bizarre like like thing but it fits totally great mm-hmm. to be honest yeah and everything that you're actually like interacting with basically is is just in the foreground right it, i don't know they they kind of nail it with that yeah I actually, I, I really think, mm-hmm. like, it, it's, like, so we, we're not a huge fan of, like, well, I mean, maybe d- differing levels of fans of 2D sprite art, but definitely, like, gamers, TM, especially old school gamers, love that shit. But this game, like, the whole background is 3D in such a way that, like, I think if this was all 2D, I don't know if I'm here for it. If it's all 2D mm. sprite art and they're like randomly generating the 2D sprite art in the back, I think I'm bouncing off. I think that's too much chaos for me. Like visually, like the pixelation is too chaotic. But this combination here is like 80%, 90% 3D beautiful. And then like some really, really tasteful like sprite art on top of that. Mm-hmm. That works yeah yeah it's just i also yeah. love the fish how like like there's a hammerhead shark and he just like he'll like try and hit you with his head as though it were an actual hammer and like wait wave his head back and forth at you yeah and then get tired and <laughs> pant yeah it's really cute <laughs> yeah it's they, completely yeah. unrealistic but it's really cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just went for some like I, it's like a very soothing like chill diving beautiful experience with just like little pops of like some troll ass shit thrown in there yeah 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 um which is and, like, I like that's like some really fish that look like some they like barracuda that look like blades that only come out at night mm-hmm. and they like swing at you like knives yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there are points where the game is like stopping giving a fuck about its own rules in a really cute way and then it comes right back yeah yeah 
it's just really clever. I think it's a really clever game. It's a really clever game. And it's also just mm-hmm. really well done. It's super, it's just a super high quality version of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been great. And and also, like, they didn't maybe say they were inspired by, and maybe they literally weren't inspired by Moonlighter. But when I was playing Moonlighter, I was, like, thinking, like, man, it would be really cool if, like, either of these sections I liked more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is, even though they're very different sections, meaning, like, the dungeoning and then the lemonade stand slash selling sections, um, I feel like I like both of these a lot better. Yeah. Um, my only complaint is like i want more restaurant depth i think we sort of kind of screwed ourselves by beating it too early i would have liked restaurant is also really where we shine Mm. like that was gonna be the part of the game that we fucking nailed and we did really early on and it has been yeah although hold up this is actually the most important part of the entire podcast everybody listening needs to listen (laughs) up including zoe and james (laughs) Okay, so okay. when you are doing your restaurant, like the kind of core mechanic, right, is you're making sushi. And so you go out and you catch fish, you bring them back to the sushi place. And then every day, or I guess every night, you have to set your menu. So you choose what things are going to go on your menu. And you can choose like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Today, we're going to have hammerhead shark sushi. And then we're going to have some of this fucking squid sushi. And you put it on the menu. And if you fuck up and misclick buttons, like I sometimes do, <laughs> and you're like, okay, we're going to have hammerhead shark sushi, but you accidentally misclick and you put on a like, tiger shark or some shit, and you go to take it off, it pops up with a little thing being like, hey, if you do this, it will discard all the fish. Yeah. And I read right. that and was like, that's dumb. Why would it do that? That's so mean. It was not going to do that. And I would just do it. <laughs> and we discovered the other night that it does, in fact, discard all of the ingredients that you had planned mm-hmm. to use. Oh my God. Yes. And we lost a Elena, sh- I'm pretty sure I told you that's exactly what happened yeah. when I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we it, had been it dismissing says that. it. It's, this is my, but then also we figured out because we were now on red alert and paying attention and realized that we had wasted <laughs> an incredible amount of fish, which is not environmentally friendly and National Geographic is very disappointed in us. <laughs> but also, okay, so then you put your menu stuff in. So you choose your couple of things that you're going to serve that night. You put them in and then you start to, you do your restaurant night and you serve all the fish. Anything that is left over at the end of the night is discarded. It's thrown away. Yeah. Which we didn't realize. Mm -hmm. And so I'd be like, this is a fucking great day. I have 75 hammerhead shark sushi pieces. I'm just going to put all of those in. It doesn't matter how many we sell through because there'll definitely be enough and we'll have extras for tomorrow. And I never, like, checked to see if there were extras for tomorrow, but the answer was no. We would sell, like, 25 pieces of hammerhead shark sushi, and then 50 of them would go into the dumpster out back. Yeah. And we were just yeah. we were just big dick diving so hard on the sharks that it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's impacted <laughs> us at all. But, like, goddamn, that really is bad for the environment. But just for anybody who's looking to play this game, like, you should know that when they say discard, it's not, like, a translation issue. They really mean discard. Well, so that's what caught us, and it's, it's so embarrassing because I read that, and I was like, Elena, this says that it discards all of it. And she was like, nah, it doesn't. And I was like, interesting. And all I could think of was... When it says, like, go to a new region, and the word region is really odd to me, because it's like the region is, like, inside this, like, broken ship. It's not a region. Like, it makes makes no sense. And I was like, maybe there is some localization issues. And then I'm, like, reading everything else, and it's flawless. And I'm like, 
yeah interesting and then i'm starting to like have this thought in the back of my head like is it possible that the warning in giant red letters is also <laughs> accurate instead of maybe just a localization issue? I'd also like to say that I did not know this was a Korean developer. I thought it was a translation issue from like an American indie team. I just was like, no, it's not right. There's no way that's what they mean. Well, it's like such a kind and like delightful game. And then, and I also feel like it's kind of a kind misclick game a lot of the time like it's almost like hey like don't worry about it like you can press the wrong button like but then it turns out that yeah like you can actually press the wrong button yeah and uh that is unfortunate <laughs> and you know out. why you know why it does that actually if it let you just recover all of those um the way that uh servings are prepped um you can get uh staff that give you bonus um like potential um like portions um when you set the menu uh so you could just like get infinite fish <laughs> uh exploits if hmm. if you could just recover all of that the infinite fish glitch and you sort of yeah. get infinite fish <laughs> fish like the other legal way which is like through the fucking aquarium but right yeah no, oh, through I've... our breeding projects, which I am very into. <laughs> Except like it's like it, it's so interesting, right? Because you look at the aquarium and you instantly think, God, there's like so many features you could add to this to make this a more full fleshed like mini game. Like you could because they just add whatever the fuck they want to the aquarium. It would so seem. Yeah. And then you sort of trim it afterwards, like it's a fucking like a like a row of plants and you're weeding it or something. You're like, oh sh get rid of these, get rid of these. And they could have like rules of like who goes in here like i just want this one section to be sharks therefore only shark bro goes in here only one type of shark even i want but that's just not their vibe they're like they've they've figured out this really elegant like it's not a full-fledged game it's referencing a full-fledged game but we have like a fun and enjoyable and workable one in here like yeah it's also, it brings me immense joy. It is so troll to go open up, like, your, to go check on your fish breeding project, and you open up, and there's, like, there's, like, 15 sharks in that thing. <laughs> I mean, it's just full of sharks, and you look at it, and you're just like, well, this is a horrible idea, but it's just so troll, and there's not that much space, so they keep, I mean, again, like, like watch that movie about SeaWorld, like, this is not okay, don't do that shit, but, like, <laughs> it's, but they just, they're just bouncing off the edges, it's, like, these huge tiger sharks, and they're just, yeah, it's great, it, it's really, it, it tickles me. This game tickles people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in a cool way and not in a creepy way. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's sad that- It's consensual. It's sad that tickles have been- ruined in such a way <laughs> you know what i mean no as someone who did not enjoy being tickled like i'm yeah, okay with either. it i'm okay with it well i just i think it that tickles is like an act of war and like not a fun one it's like it's like it's it's just I, it's the same way that i feel about like people are like thanks i hate it but like no i hate that thing there's no thanks to be had yeah you know what i mean that's how i feel about it but get the fuck away from <laughs> me <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah like people would try to do you remember, remember it reminds me of this fucking one time in high school when louie this this um acquaintance way to dox louie i didn't dox louie mm -hmm. i tried really hard because i always refer to him as his full name because i think that's just how i refer to people um that that like especially <laughs> like ones that you don't really know but you might know you kind of need more details just in case but anyways so he was like really into five starring people 
you know what I mean? Like walking around and like hit. Oh, like the smacking them on the yes. back for like the handprint. Yes, and yeah. the handprint is a five star. And I was like, that's not fun or funny. And he was like, no, you're lame. And I was like, you're, ah. And I just like. Yes, and. Well, like, of course. But like, <laughs> but also, if I'm lame, stop hitting me. Like, what are you? And so I just remember being like, I'm going to five star this guy back, but it's not going to be nice. And I hit him as hard as I possibly could. And he collapsed <laughs> on the floor and could barely breathe. <laughs> And I was just sitting there, and he was like, dude, that's the fucking most insane shit I've ever seen. And I was just, like, huffing pure, like, fire. And I was just like, do not ever touch me again. And he was like, and it was, like, literally one of those moments of, like, you're a lunatic, man. You're a lunatic. Like, somebody get him out of here. Um, but I just don't think, I, and that, and the moral of that story in a nice Dave the Diver way is just that, like. Don't hit people. Yeah, don't hit people and expect not to get hit back really hard um really hard like absurdly hard to the point where i did start to feel bad but i also was sort of like what the fuck like it was just it was like the people okay there was this guy named keenan but not keenan um the one that we know yeah you're about to dox that guy i was about to dox all the guys um and he was really a fan of bloody knuckles he liked the game bloody knuckles and i was like so he's an idiot that's a translation to he's an idiot he's an idiot and he's very strong like and so Dude, he had a six-pack in, like, third grade. It was like, you're not supposed to have that yet. That's, like, not allowed. Like, what are you doing? He haven't unlocked that upgrade yet? No, he had older brothers. There's a whole cutscene for that. You gotta do, like, a training montage. No, I know. Like, he did a training montage (laughs) with his brothers. Like, they had, he had, like, brothers that were, like, three years older than three years older still. And so they were all ripped. It was insane. Going to the pool and, like, that crew showing up was really something. Um, But he loved Bloody Knuckles. And he would, he, he really liked coming up to me and being like do you want to play bloody knuckles and i would always be like what are the rules of that and he's like it's really simple you put your knuckles out like this and then i'm gonna hit you like as hard as i can and if you if you don't bleed then like you proceed to the next round where you can hit me as hard as you can right and then the first one to bleed like loses and i'm like wait so one of us is gonna bleed and both of us are gonna really be hurting like in our hands after this like what almost like what is the game part that we're supposed to be doing like why would you want to do also this? it doesn't start with other people hitting him that's stupid as fuck yeah i think i think he if just you had... offer the other person gets to go first <laughs> i think that's a right great there. and rule. then they get to run away like a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i feel uh, like the real response though should have been like sorry bro like i need my hands for the video games oh, I get like it. you don't know about this but i'm gonna become really good at these and yeah, later yeah. start a gaming podcast, which has a small but dedicated following. And then he'd be like, you sound right. like a bitch. And I'd be like, yeah, I know, I get I'm it. I'm going to really impress some girl <laughs> with my QTE timing. <sighs> if only it worked like that, man. Like, I, I can't tell you how long I was in my prime for QTEs. I can't tell you how long. It was like at least a 10-year <laughs> Okay, period. wait. Can I also shout out one more personal moment of joy with Dave the Diver? Having all of you guys here... And getting to watch all of you play Dave the Diver because mm. obviously I can't dive. I would just I would mm. backseat dive. I'd be like James, drop that, put that <laughs> shit down. <laughs> no, <True. laughs> go get me that. And shark. I'd be like I'd be like over in the corner with my, <laughs> <It's so true. laughs> with, with like every pocket full of seashells. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
there was one time where i forget what elena was doing but she was like making food or something um and james was like it's time for me to dive and be free it was yeah. just like <laughs> just he was vacuuming everything. everything off the floor <laughs> like it was just i think i think i like progressed your story like significantly by doing probably that. Yeah. No, what's so funny is later when we did get the unlock for upgrading the weapons elena was like wow we have a bunch of this stuff and i'm like i can't imagine where we got so i guess i watched all three of you i mean i, I watched mccoy play before but all three of you play david diver mm-hmm. and there's a very particular mini game so at any time that you're using um the harpoon but it has like an effect on it like mm-hmm. it's a poison mm-hmm. harpoon or it's a mm-hmm. shock harpoon each version has its own little like tiny mini game that you play to catch the fish faster and yep. so like you know the poison one like you have to like circle the little controller yep. thing yeah. button thing and it i don't know i don't know stick. how to describe the stick the, an- the west stick analog stick the analog stick um the fact that you guys let me on this podcast is really extraordinary as I try I to know. describe the parts of a controller. <laughs> Elena, you don't know what anything about anything, but you do make really great points. Sorry, that was so much better than I, mean. I didn't mean that. I just meant you don't know, like, I think some of the core foundational things of what it is to be a gamer. Yeah, there's and some you gaps. Make great points. There's some gaps in my knowledge. But anyways, so that's that's one of the main games that you spin it. But there's another one where you just have to kind of like shake it back and forth. Yes. And there is a very mm-hmm. particular... So everyone's playing, right? Like, you're holding the controller the what I would consider to be the normal way. Like, your pointer and index finger are on the triggers. Yeah, I knew that word. The triggers. And then your thumbs mm-hmm. are on the little stick things. Uh, but then the moment that game comes up where you have to flick the stick back and forth, right, you universally... As quickly as possible. Any of yeah. you, yeah, as quickly as possible. All three of you yes. immediately yes. assume the two finger gamer stance and just flick yeah. the shit out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it is the most <laughs> aggressively sexual motion I have ever seen any of you yeah. guys do. Yeah. And it is hysterical. It was, it just brought me so much joy to watch all of you, like, with clearly years of training, immediately <laughs> just finger the fuck out of that controller. <laughs> it was so it was so fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> yep. Well, first of all, I would just say like it's that, and, and like the the mash button one is another one that like you have to assume a position for. It's not quite the same fingering, yeah. but it's like we've just been built on games that were just so cruel in this regard. Right. Like so hard. <laughs> like there was one Star Fox game. Where, like, I remember we had to go, we tried all night, like, for, like, four hours at a sleepover before we were forced to go to bed to beat this one QT, which was just mash the button, to survive, to progress the story in this, like, fucking Star Fox game for fucking GameCube. And we literally got this dude's mom to drive us to fucking GameStop in the morning or EB Games or some bullshit and buy one of those turbo controllers that you get, (laughs) which is like a third party controller that just like you press the button and it just super shoots that shit like out of control. (laughs) And that was the only way we could beat the fucking game. I mean, we were literally back. Our hands were like cramping. Your hands were bleeding. I mean, like not from bloody knuckles, but just from trying to get this controller to work. That's what I needed my hands for was for the fucking Star Fox. But yeah, like, so I feel like we've just been born in a different age of like, you need to fucking... Do some crazy shit with your hands. Or like the Dark Souls sprint that you have to do with the claw with your fucking... Yeah, yeah. That I learned about that in 2023. Maybe yeah. this year I'll learn the... I don't know what you were going there's not, there's not a good word for that move. I don't know. It's the claw. It's well, the, yeah, the claw. claw, I mean the flick. The flick? I guess we'll just call it the flick. Oh. Yeah, flick the stick. Yeah, flick, flick the, the stick. Something, but yeah, like finger the shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. And I, I just, I can't. I'm gonna need you to finger the shit out of it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Brandon was also with us and just watching watching Brandon and I watch Zoe do that for the first time and just going, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, she seems pretty experienced in this regard. Truly magical. Yeah, absolutely. There is an... I get a lot of practice. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, as you should. But yeah, there's... um. <laughs> there's a there is a setting in the menu i will say where it will do this automatically for you um the game will oh. finger you but i'm trying to say oh perfect um and i like i have this weird gamer prod thing with it where like i really feel like i should turn it on because do i enjoy like doing that with my hands and like are you kind of destroying your controller every time you do one of those yeah 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 um yeah. But now that I've been diving more, I have to learn. You know, I, I didn't have Star Fox, so I've been I've been practicing the moves. Well, you tried to do it with initially like the circle one with your the thumb that's closest to it, which just doesn't have that level of speed. Yeah, I didn't you realize you weren't supposed to just use your normal fingers. You when the moment requires speed. Um if you have that dexterity, you can do it. But yeah. nobody does. Yeah. yeah. You need to contort yourself to whatever position you need to be in to to really give it your all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you, McCoy. <laughs> you need to. And, and, um, God, is this the era that we're entering into? Is just us shouting things like my hand is cramping, like, just, <laughs> like, just like, loosen it. Um, thank God the machines can take over this job, I say. But, um, wow. Oh, my God. All right. It's off the rails, people. Let's, let's, land, let's land this fucking diving ship situation. <laughs> let's dock this boat. One last thing that I want to reference here is that um, one of our friends, Matt's, Matt's dad, is always famous for no. taking people over to McCoy, dinner. shut up. Oh. <laughs> why, why can't I say this? No. Uh. No. Already then. Elena has nixed this story. This story now is so much worse in people's heads now that it's been stopped halfway Let through. Let them think what they want. You can't say the real thing on air. So you want to write this thing and go home or what? Well, here's the, here's the, like, here's like the really brief question. Do we want to read it now? Because none of us have finished the game. However, oh. we have experienced Dave the Diver. Yeah. And I'm not sure we're going to do another podcast on it. So I just thought it was worth saying out loud and people can say what they think. I think we should rate I, it now. I'm down to rate this Great. bad boy. I'm down to rate it, Let's too. rate it. Well, it's really hard to rate this. No, because I haven't finished it. No, no. Um, <laughs> should we go last, question mark? Should you go last, Elena? Because you chose it, in a way. I believe that tradition would dictate that, yes. All right. Let's do James, then Zoe, then me, then you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this game a nice little gold star. Hmm. Fire. I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's uh hmm. I love this game. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. This game is amazing. I've been having tons of fun playing it. Um I don't know if it's going to top the game of the year, you know, but it might, you know, it might it might get there. Like we'll see. Yeah. Um this game is a whole vibe and um it's got enough to, you know, keep me coming back. Um I did basically play it all day yesterday. Nice. Um and also on my other day off last week. So uh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
James setting us <clears> up <throat> being like, I'm actually further than you guys after like one day. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, I was further than, well, I might have been further than you in some areas, but I don't know. I was going to say, you caught up in I one caught day. up pretty close. Yeah. 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 But I was also mashing through a lot of cutscenes and shit because I'd seen them all with you guys. Yeah, that makes sense. So, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the whole, <laughs> the backstory for Boncho. Uh, yeah. Which is like, it just turns into a like visual novel for a yeah. while. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the worst done part of the game, I would say. But that might just be because it's a fucking visual novel yeah. and like whatever. Damn shots um, hard. I mean, like, visual novels are fun, but, like, for what they are, like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but mashing through it was definitely, definitely, like, knocked 40 minutes off of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Gold Star for me, um, really great, excellently uh executed i don't know i'm just waffling through platitudes of of the joy that i get playing this game um yeah zoe all right i think i mean i think i'm also going to give this game a gold star i think um like 2024 is starting out extremely strong (laughs) with Mm -hmm. this game i think And it's interesting because I look at this game and like in a way, like I'm already kind of seeing this game as being like last year's golden idol in a way. Um, I guess like slight spoilers, I guess, for game of the year podcast discussion. But like we had talked during those episodes about how golden idol like in individual categories, it doesn't like it's not the best but like as a cohesive package, it just outshines the rest. And I can see that perhaps potentially happening with Dave towards the end of the year, where it's the, you know, the the visuals themselves, though pretty, like do they outshine something that might be more like visually stunning? Perhaps not. Like does the narrative, is the narrative the best thing ever? Perhaps not. But like as a cohesive package, this game just... It's lovely. Um, I've enjoyed it so much playing with you guys um, so much. And also playing it, you know, on my own, like as a way to like wind down in the evenings has also just been like a very lovely experience. I am going about it, I think, a little bit slower than perhaps James is. But um, at the same time, like it's, I don't know, like I, I just keep on wanting to play more and I'm just excited to play more and interface with it more. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's just a lovely game. I love it so much. Um, so gold star for me. Very nice. nice. Yeah. I think it's going to be a gold star for me also. I think, I just don't know if you can put this level of cohesive package and quality combo in two thumbs up. It just feels, I mean, you could, listen, I'm not saying you can't, but I would just say you combine the fact that 
God, we all played it together and it was lovely. I got to see... Hmm. One of the things I've loved throughout my life is watching people play video games the way that they play them because it shows me who they are Mm -hmm. as a person. And I got to see everyone's individual styles in this. And I love that, truthfully, so much. Um, It was a rare opportunity we got to pass the controller to, which is a really cool way to like optimize who's playing what for what intention. So all that stuff is really cool. And, you know, that one might say if they were being really hypercritical and if we just got out of the game of the year so we're like we have a bit of game of the year still in the in the mind but you know (laughs) oh but that's every multiplayer game man it's just fun because your friends are there and it's like bro okay fine first of all shut the fuck up second of all (laughs) even if you just take that entirely out this game stands super tall on its own Mm -hmm. without any of that it's just we added that on top because we're just that good okay (laughs) um we're just we you know just the flavors were nice but yeah man I would say any game like this that, okay, here's all you need to know. This is an incredible wind down game that also features the most absurd amount of the color blue that you could possibly have. <laughs> and I still think it's a good wind down game. How the fuck is that possible? <clears throat> like, honestly, right? Like, I'm sitting there like with like, like this color palette is a little bit cringe for the goal that I'm trying to achieve here. And yet it's great for that. Um, and I've really enjoyed playing it with all of you. I, Elena, I enjoyed playing with you a lot beforehand. Um, when we discovered this and we were just like playing this with fucking Gertie here on the beanbag chair, it was just Gertie's like... Gertie's a dog, by the way, just, yeah, for the listener. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, on the giant dog bed. No, but like so many different ways I've played this game, I've really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, like, holy shit. It's really, really, really good. I think that in, with stiff competition it could be beaten by something else that could be better to me individually or maybe to us as a group but but like that's the game of the year splitting hairs here like this shit is super fucking good and the the year ahead of us all is is new like if you haven't played this game already you should you should there's plenty yeah. of time and you will do not. yourself a favor. Yeah. You will not regret it. It's really good. Yeah. It's like impossible to regret. I can't imagine regretting playing this game. Um so okay. Yeah, absolutely. Elena, what do you think? Send us home. Yeah. I mean, gold star. Um I am one delighted to have chosen a good game. Nice. Finally. This has been <laughs> years in the making (laughs) there have been so many misses um but no i mean this is just i i don't i mean all of you said kind of everything that i would want to say which is the curse of going last but it's just a really beautiful game it's um like I, i feel like the word delightful really works for it like it is so charming it is really a delightful game to play um uh, we're like I said, kind of earlier, like McCoy and I, I think, are like rounding the corner towards the end of the game, um, at least the end of the story. I guess I don't know what happens at the like true end of the game, hmm. um, but I'm finding myself being like wanting to slow down the story because I just want to hang out and dive. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's it's so much fun to play in so many different ways. Um, I would echo what everyone says. Like, it was really fun to play with McCoy, just the two of us. It was really fun to play with everybody. We were passing the controller around, and I was yelling at James to put down Starfish. Um, 
<laughs> and I think it'd be really fun to play just on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, and it's, it's just so well done. I think McCoy said it the other night when we were playing for our wind down before bed, we were getting some dives in, but we were talking about how like this game is clearly a game that was made for gamers by gamers. Like it's such an aware game. It's so self-aware of what it's doing, but it also just means that it's like, it's just really nicely put together for you. Um, yeah. It's little mini games don't overstay their welcome. Like the pacing, like Zoe was saying earlier, is like right on point. It just kind of like opens up anytime, like right when you start to feel like you need something new, it's there for you. Um, yeah, it's troll. Sometimes it has like these delightful, weird little cutscenes. It's just, it's great. It's so, it's so wonderful. If you haven't played it yet, we haven't really spoiled anything about it. Like just go out and do it. Go buy it. It was on sale on Steam. It isn't really to be spoiled. I mean, maybe we talked about different cutscenes, but you can't really. You can, yeah, I mean, you you're, look, you're gonna the first time you see the DDR cutscene, it doesn't matter if you know it's coming. It will blow <laughs> your fucking mind. Like that, this game Jesus might be Christ. worth saying, seeing, playing. Hold up, yeah. this game might be worth playing just for that. Um, Gabe, like yeah. personally, like Gabe, I know this is not your kind of game. It doesn't matter. I know matter. you're not reflected in any of the characters here. However, <laughs> you need to play that cutscene. It's so good. So it is. It oh. was a yeah. It's been a real delight, and I would agree. Like, what an open on a twenty twenty four. It makes Dude. me like look. We'll play some real bad games this year, and we'll play some games that I think like I think that sometimes our gold star games are like these crazy. Yeah. like mind changing like deep emotional games mm. but dave the diver is such a just like beautiful relaxing vibe which is yeah. really nice it mm -hmm. also deserves a gold star in my book so yeah it's it's really cool that like there can be because like think about it right like the music is good but like on its own it's a vibe mm -hmm. but like when the game is a total package like this the relaxation potential is like higher than just music alone. Like there really is like a larger amount of depth to relaxation, the vibe that you can get if the game is set up for such a thing. Mm -hmm. And that is just really cool. Like as we're all like, I mean, a lot of our YouTube algorithms are just dominated by like fucking vibe playlists these days. Right. It's like the vibes are so strong in the world and they're this universal language. And I feel like games are, they've always understood this to some degree but it's so in the open now and like dude like i hope we're gonna see a, a just a, a sea of really relaxing wind down vibe games because fuck like like that is such a powerful tool now that Maybe that's what we using. should say ask the listeners to send in Ooh. send in your like low-key wind down games that are as good as david diver yeah it's tall it is. Is. there can't be that many Maybe like, there are. like think about the games that have survived in that category it's like golden idol pale beyond maybe mm. pale beyond was nowhere near dave the diver well fair enough um but in the wind down Ooh, category yeah, that's cool um for us lies of p for some reason um <laughs> was really good for that but like i think i might have a suggestion okay i think uh it is uh, before the storm against oh, the storm. This is against on my Steam storm. wish list as well. Yeah, yeah. it's been on there for a little while. Yeah, there's no way it's in RTS. not. It's not RTS. Okay, it's. I mean, it's. It's a. 
I mean, it's a it's a single player, mm. like city builder sort of RTS. Mm-hmm. Um, I was roguelike. really hoping that it was Life is Strange. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> is not. I kind of think that could work. Not in that. No, because James can't <laughs> handle that. He's just gonna scream, call the police the whole time. <laughs> James, I need you to whisper, call the police, because we're winding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it. The thing is, the the writing is gonna trigger me the whole yeah. time, yeah. and like, that's not that's not wind down. That's wind up. That's yeah. you know. Yeah, James needs like a two hour walk afterwards to. Like, I deleted yeah. my my Twitter <laughs> slash X account because I'm slowly deleting all of my social media accounts, and I started with that nice. one. Um, that's a reason one to start with. But like, that would make me get that count back again probably <laughs> just to <laughs> live tweet my rage you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. And that's what it's for dude have you guys yeah. noticed that with twitter slash x like the way to consume it is that there are just people now who are professionally paid to like lose their mind but also be on it and then like filter yes. that through their lost mind like to you yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible how fucked up that, that website is. Like, like it's just, it's just you just turn on a fucking YouTube video, right? And it's some dude just who's basically just spent too much time in the in the internet. I don't know, like in the fires of Mordor yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. And they're just like, yeah, someone on Twitter was popping off about this, and it's like this comfort of like, I feel one step removed and and protected. Um. But then you sort of wonder, like, that's the way to do politics, too, if you're going to do it. I mean, I'm not sure if I recommend doing it, to be honest. But if you're going to do it, like, let the person in front of you who's telling you, let them lose their mind. For Try to keep your mind intact, if possible. I'm not sure if it is possible, but it's just funny how, like, that that's just the way the world is. It's just, like, a giant Russian doll situation of, like, how many layers removed from the source do you need to go to get a sane person talking about it? <laughs> Sometimes it's more than, like, one person deep. Like, you have to be, like... Anyways. Um... Well, yeah, in a sea of things trying to take your mind from you, Dave the Diver is there. Dave the Diver is there for you. Yeah. So dive into it. Dave and join the... us again next week. I'm the Tyranny of Thumbs. I don't know. I had no closer for that. <laughs> Dave, Dave yeah. the Diver. Okay. Dave the...